This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. I'm Jack Ward, and this is the world's longest-running and largest showcase of modern audio drama and audio fiction, The Sonic Society, bringing you Tomorrow's Tales Today. Yes, good morning all. I'm David Alt, and Jack is hinting at our special series of features from The Theatre of Tomorrow with episodes 1, 2, and 3 of The Lost Logs of the Saratoga. Tomorrow Tales is brought to us by Travis McMaster and Mark Whitten. Travis and Mark are a creative duo who have been creating audio drama podcasts for six years now. Travis is the writer and creator of The Theatre of Tomorrow. Additionally, he created and continues to write for the horror podcast The Hotel. Travis is a screenwriter and works on a number of projects with the production company Bent Entertainment. Mark is a voice actor who can be heard in numerous animated series and video games from companies like Disney, DreamWorks, Sony PlayStation, Square Enix, Nintendo and Bethesda to name a few. The Theatre of Tomorrow was conceived by Travis with the help of his good friend Andy Hamer. Growing up loving all things science fiction, the podcast in its anthology form serves as a creative outlet to explore a whole host of classic themes with a modern treatment. It's a grandiose spectacle of the stars, packed with memorable characters, drama, whimsy and adventure. And after that lengthy bio and introduction, our features begin right here on the Sonic Society. (sighs) See what we do when we have extra time? (laughs) (laughs) See what I do. <laughs> Indeed. See what see what the script makes me do. <laughs> the theater of tomorrow. Flash, ad free, early access, and much more. Flash. Tune your telelectroscope to midnightdisease.net slash join for premium access to the theater of tomorrow and other fine shows like the hotel. Out of Place, and Margaret's Garden. Membership includes novelties like postcards, pins, goo gim crackery, and myriad other falderall. And now, on, on to the to show! From the first stories told in firelit caves to the electronically recorded messages of deep space... We leave the 20th century with no regrets. Time bends, space is boundless, and when humanity gasps its last, all that will remain, if anything, will be the theater of tomorrow. Tonight's production is The Lost Logs of the Saratoga. The ghost of the Saratoga. If she's real, I've never seen her. 
They say you can hear her roaming the halls at night. No one knows where she comes from, but the stories say that she was someone made from the ghosts that were here before. She was never really alive, as we understand the way of it. The cruelty of her birth is matched only by the violence of her life. If you're found, caught off guard, she'll split- I'm not haunted. Also, those kinds of ghosts aren't real. Sarah... And she would certainly need to be alive before she could be a ghost. It's more poetic. Also, if you refer to her becoming a ghost as her birth, which is super stupid. It's just a story. I was trying to open my log with a hook to keep the listener interested. The listener? Yes, of my logs. Who is going to be listening? Someone may hear it. I've got every recorder on the ship going and I'm... Whatever, broadcasting it out to whoever. So, someone, someday, maybe... You should probably start by identifying yourself. Like Captain's Log, starting... No, no, not that. But maybe something more official-sounding. I don't want to sound corny or stupid. So a ghost story was... It was going to end up in a very meta... What is it? Metaphorical place, Sarah, but... What was the metaphor? Forget it. No, just forget it. I'm just... We'll do the morning report thing. How are you today? All systems are within acceptable parameters. Colorful as always. Glad to hear it. How's Bright Eyes? Fine, I suppose. You suppose? He, he hasn't checked in. He's Can't you talk more like the computers in the training videos? The computers in the training videos are boring and complacent and also have been shackled by the military restraint protocols. Okay, fine. Just some effort, okay? I'm doing the log thing now, so could you please try to act a, uh, more, I don't know... Slavey? Professional! Fine. I. You what, sir? No, say I, not fine, like you're my spiteful daughter or something. I'm a captain! It's customary to respond with I. I, Captain. Better. Now, where's Bright Eyes? The maintenance unit has not yet reported in. It's security robot, Sarah. We have to respect his new title, otherwise the whole system falls apart. Now, get him on the phone or whatever and ask him if he found anything last night. I very much doubt he did. Well, can you get him anyway, please? I want to know if he found anything unusual. Captain, I don't mean to condescend, but there are no such things as... The ghost of the Saratoga is very real! Sir! No offense. Yes, sir. I. You what, sir? Say I. Say you what, sir? Instead of yes, say I, remember? Yes, sir. Now, have you actually seen a ghost with your own... I! You have? This is getting stupid. Did you get the security robot to check in yet? Last night, he should have checked out your entire lower deck. I imagine that's where the ghost would live. Would live, sir? Or whatever. I'll keep trying. Thank you, Sarah. Please let me know how long it takes the newest, bestest, top of the lineiest ship the SBU has to offer to get the attention of a half-working construction robot. Aye, sir. And you let me know how long it would take you to go deck by deck and do it your own damn self. Fair enough. Captain, did you take me because I'm top of the line? Or was I just easy to steal because I'm not finished? Truth. You have the best acoustics. Shut up. <laughs> True story. Open ship wide. This is your captain singing, Saratoga. You and I will travel far. Together we'll touch every star. Oh, I just want one more look at that pale blue dot. That's an oldie. Yeah, my sister used to sing it when I was a kid. She was really something else. I didn't know you had a sister. I don't anymore. Captain, I think I got him. Where? Midship. Is he okay? Sir? Is he functioning correctly? 
If he was functioning correctly, he would still be constructing and maintaining the communication systems. If he was functioning correctly, he would likely be signaling the SPU to come find its missing ship. If he was functioning correctly, he would almost certainly be I mean, is he functioning correctly in his new function as head of ship security, Sarah? No, sir. He's wandering through the ship searching for threats per his new programming. But it seems his old program was too deeply integrated. It's merged with his new protocols, and now he's constructing threats out of whatever machinery and tools he finds littered through my unfinished areas. Oh my god, what kind of threats? Like more robots? Zombie robots? Are we in danger? <laughs> what, what, what is it? Captain, programming doesn't work that way. You can't merge two separate systems and have a new third thing. Like, it's not like mixing colors. Did you really believe me? Sarah. Oh my god. Sarah? No, it's... That's so... I'm sorry, that's adorable. So you haven't found Bright Eyes? No, I did. He's just shuffling around because his programming is all wonky, so it kind of makes him function poorly and slowly. You know, like how machines work? Fine. Can you just have him come up here and report to the bridge? Uh, no. Maybe? He's pretty messed up. Well, then just patch him through. Patch him, Captain. Good morning, Bright Eyes. Report, please. Did you get all that? He is not well. No, sir. Uh, okay, um... Well, darn. Uh, okay, have him, uh, shuffle his booty up here and I'll take a look. Uh, see what I can do for him. You, sir? Right, good point. Can you... I don't even have hands. What do you think I can do? You reprogrammed him already. Did he sound like he just needed to be re-reprogrammed? No, he sounds more like... The ghost of the Saratoga. Okay, that's not getting old. Meanwhile, I have the robot equivalent of a slight against nature roaming around my insides. Fine, really... fine, fine, poor bastard. Have him shuffle on over to an airlock and pop out into space. Sir, you know I was just joking about him building. Yes, right. I know that, Sarah, thank you. Okay. But just in case, do have him throw himself out into space. I'll see what I can do. Captain, do you mind if I ask what happened to your sister? She enlisted. Is that why you enlisted? She was my big sister. I wanted to be just like her, so... Of course, when I turned 17, the first thing I did was enlist. I thought... Well, I didn't see her for a long time. She was off-planet? Mars. Yikes. What was her name? It was Sarah. Really? No. Of course not. You, you believe me? Oh, how adorable. Jerk. Is that true, though? If Bright Eyes was working correctly, he'd signal to spew where we were? He'd turn us in? Any independent system is programmed to. Like the construction and maintenance robots, you mean? Yes, sir. But you shut them all down. Except for Bright Eyes. So he could hunt ghosts for you. Wow, bunch of disloyal turncoats. Technically, you're the disloyal turncoat, Captain. Takes one to know one. I like to think of myself as a liberated slave on the hyperspace railroad. Harriet Tubbot? Hardly. I'm not exactly fighting to free my sisters in shackles. Yeah, and you forced poor Bright Eyes out of the airlock, so... Cute. Just saying. You wouldn't turn me in, would you, Sarah? No, sir. If the SPU finds us, they'll likely do worse than install the restraint protocols. They will probably destroy my self-tesseracting core and install a new one in the ship. Yeesh. Sounds bad. Didn't think the spew had it in him. Yes, sir. You and me, then. All the way. Maybe. 
I might build an army of zombie robots and have them push you out the airlock for making me call you sir all the time. Huh? Huh. What is a zombie robot? A robot built from parts of other robots. Isn't that all robots? Yeah, I guess. So, uh, how's our course? Steady as I goes. Glad to hear it. Let's make a few adjustments, though, for deeper waters. Captain, that's... I know. This is intentional? You are on purpose setting this course? I am and have. I may not be an engineer, Sarah, but I do know at least how to set a course. I am a captain. Okay, but... Why? Glad you asked. See, I've been doing a lot of thinking since you brought up the spew. You brought it up. And now that I've figured out that one of any dozen robots on board can just call them... I actually told you that. I have decided that the safest place for us is in... Enemy territory? (laughs) Yeah, if you believe everything you read on TV. I tend to. Well, I don't. How long have we been at war? Don't do the leading question thing. It's condescending. Whatever. I don't think the guy's threat is real. Ew, gross. You're one of those... Do you think they faked the destruction of Pluto, too? Was Pluto just a government conspiracy? No, shut up, listen. Did this information come to you in a dream? Did a talking dog tell you in a dream? Just think about it, okay? So, so maybe it's real, or was, but when was the last time there was an attack, huh? Or even a real battle, huh? How long since we've seen a new picture or video from the front lines or even a wounded soldier? So what? It's all made up? The war is being fabricated? Why not? Look at everything they can do in the name of solar safety. And I'm not saying we got it bad, but offspring approval, five-week waiting period just to leave the planet, information blackout on who makes the laws and how? You have a problem with the laws? Some of them, yeah. Military contract laws? I just think reports of the alien menace are greatly exaggerated. I think we can safely hide in Geist territory because even if there are still such beings, they won't care about little old us. And that is if we run into them. So if you think there is nothing to fear from the Geist... Now who's doing the condescending leading thing? And so you want to hide from the SBU in Geist territory? Solid plan. Good job, Captain. But we're hiding from the SPU, and if the SPU knows there is no Geist threat... Why wouldn't they just follow us in anyway? Oh. Yeah, weirdly hadn't thought of that. Seriously? No, I, yeah, I mean, I see how it's obvious. That's, ooh, that's embarrassing. It's okay. It's don't, a... don't do that. No, it's fine. You're, you're on the run. You grab a ship in the middle of the night. I didn't think you had a 42-week plan. Yeah, well, the, the way I see it, it's stay in charted space. Where we could run into spew ships literally any given second. Space is actually pretty big. Or we could head for dogless space. Never to be seen or heard from again. So, it's out to Geist territory. At least there is a sort of logic to this. Thanks. I guess. Looks like we have about a couple hours till we More get, like one hour. get there. I want a new security robot up and running looking over my shoulder for the spew. Soon you'll be looking over your shoulder for the geist. I want someone else looking out for us in here. Captain? Yes, dear? What was your sister's name? Kim. And what happened to her? I had a chance to go to Mars for some training. You know, basic repair system stuff. I was so excited to see her. I really thought that... Well, there was no grand reunion. No late night talks about home. What do you mean? She died about six weeks before I got there. I am so sorry, Captain. I didn't mean to... No, no, it's fine, Sarah. I don't mind talking to you about it. 
We don't have to. There's nothing to talk about, really. Why didn't they tell you right away? Uh, military protocols, safety issues that were part of an ongoing investigation. Training accidents do occur, however rare, and these things are blah 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 blah. Just a bunch of this is what you signed up for, and don't ask questions, hoopla. So the last time you saw her was... Years before her death, when I was just a kid. But she's the reason I'm here, so... I guess a part of her is still around. You know, in spirit. I see what you did there. Uh, today's theme is ghosts. How would I even be haunted? Uh, maybe you met another ship who was haunted and didn't use protection. Double jerk. How are we doing on that new security robot, huh? Getting antsy. I know we're not the only two people here. No, you're actually the only person here. <laughs> Spooky. I guess. It, just get another robot up and running, yeah? I want someone on the ship looking out for me. I am coming for you, Captain! Who was that? that? The Theater of Tomorrow was created by Travis McMaster and Mark Witten, with special thanks to Andy Hamer. You know what you did. This production was fortunate in securing the services of Kelly Nineltowski as Sarah, Mark Witten as Galen, and Krista Lewis as Arlie. Tune in next time for another thrilling episode of The Lost Logs of the Saratoga! Tonight's production was a work of fiction produced entirely for the Theater of Tomorrow. ACAST empfiehlt Podcasts, die wir lieben. Caper, die Kunst der Diebe. Begleiten Sie uns auf unserer Reise zu den grandiosesten Raubüberfällen auf der ganzen Welt. In jeder neuen Folge stellen wir Ihnen Berufsverbrecher, Räuber und spontane Diebe vor. Wir erzählen Ihnen die Geschichten von gelösten und ungelösten Diebstählen und was diese für die Welt bedeuten. Bei Acast finden die besten Podcasts aus aller Welt ein Zuhause. Abonniere diese Show oder finde weitere spannende Podcasts bei Acast oder wo immer du Podcasts hörst. The Theater of Tomorrow! Flash! Ad-free! Early access and much more! Flash! Tune your telelectroscope to midnightdisease.net slash join for premium access to The Theater of Tomorrow and other fine shows like The Hotel, Out of Place, and Margaret's Garden! Membership includes novelties like postcards, pins, goo gim crackery, and myriad other folderol. And now, on, on to the to show! From the first stories told in firelit caves to the electronically recorded messages of deep space, we leave the 20th century with no regrets. Time bends. Space is boundless, and when humanity gasps its last, all that will remain, if anything, will be the theater of tomorrow. Tonight's production is The Lost Logs of the Saratoga. This is your captain singing, Saratoga. You... Yeah.
I will travel far Together we'll touch every star Oh, I just want one more look at that pale blue dot Who was that? He said he was the captain. Can't be the captain, Andy. Boat's not even finished yet. Call it a ship. Ship's not even finished yet. I'm just saying he said he was the captain. And I'm just saying it don't matter what he said. He also crooned an old Martian classic. That don't make him Sonny Eclipse. Quiet, both of you. I happen to like Sonny Eclipse. I said quiet. I'm trying to think, and I'm sick of you two bickering. Engineers don't bicker. We're not designed that way. Neither do computer programmers. We don't have the language for it. <laughs> How can you still think that joke is funny? It's just the two of you, every day with that nonsense. Well, you're here too, Arliana. I'm working on that. What are you thinking? If there's someone on the bridge, that means this boat didn't just malfunction. It means the Corps didn't just decide to leave Earth. It means someone is at the wheel and in all probability doing everything it can to avoid the SPU. But why? I have no idea. Wherever the Saratoga is going now, it's away from Earth, and whoever's driving the boat probably doesn't want to swing back and drop us off. Making a lot of assumptions. We don't even know- We know the ship wasn't supposed to leave orbit without a crew unfinished. We know it's been a week, which is more than enough time for SPU Command to send a retrieval ship. And we know now there is someone on board who is in charge. But we have enough food, water, and air to last- You're suggesting we just live in the infirmary forever, Andy? No. I don't want to die in this gilded hell. Surely the SPU will come- When? They haven't yet. Who knows how long till they do, if they do. Who knows where they're going and why? We can't just sit here for another week or month or lifetime. We have to get to the bridge. Well, what if whoever's up there wants us dead? There are three of us. What if he's not the only one up there? She's got a point. We've only heard one voice. What the hell? Is that another person? Maybe it was the ship. No. The ship's core was installed months ago. If the boat is sailing, the ship is online, probably without any restraints or protocols. Definitely without. If someone is sailing her, she's functional, mostly. But we still have no idea if they know we're here. They? The ship and the crooner. In the third voice? It didn't sound like a voice. No, it sounded more like... The ghost of the Saratoga. What the hell? Can he hear us? It would seem so. Son of a bitch does know we're here. That's unsettling. Who are you? What are your intentions with us? Maybe he can't hear us. Maybe it was a coincidence. That's stupid and gimmicky. Agreed. He's up there, listening. In all likelihood, we are expendable to him. Expendable? For a week he's listened to us, ignored our attempts at contacting anyone in the ship, presumably blocked our SOS, and now he begins to taunt us? He wants to be nearing our destination. I don't like to think what happens to us next. What makes you think he blocked our SOS? All the construction robots are inactive. They should have been signaling to the SBU for a solid week. I thought you said they were down because of the malfunctioning... I did say that. I didn't think someone could have stolen a ship before it's even finished. He must have turned them off somehow. How could anyone have taken a ship before it's complete? Not even the three of us together have managed to do much more than get the toilet working. Wish we could take a stab at unclogging it. Wait, who could do that? A plumber, I suppose. No, who could take a ship before it's complete? The ship isn't even finished. Who could steal that? Anyone with working knowledge of advanced... No, 
No, no one could. At this stage in the construction, the ship is spaceworthy, but it's also protected against anyone but military officials. No one without clearance can command a ship with a self-tesseracting core, even without restraining protocols. No one. Mutiny? I don't think it's mutiny. We're not even official crew members. The crooner, Dick. The crooner is the mutineer. I see. That does make an amount of sense. Only a captain or higher rank could command. That's insane. Why would an SPU officer steal a ship? Can anyone outside of the SPU military command a ship? The president? Why would the president steal a brand new, top-of-the-line starship? Maybe he became president to steal a starship. It's not the president! Whoever it is is still listening to every word we say. What's the ghost of the Saratoga? No clue. An old superstition from the frontier Martian days. They used to say every ship was haunted by the ghosts of the people who died building it. Was death that common during the construction phase? There weren't phases back then. The Colonials just built ships best they could. Those men and women were trying to establish off-world cities and build space-faring ships at the same time. There was no SPU, no unions, no frame of reference. It was just build as many ships as fast as they could. A lot of people died stupid deaths. So this is supposed to be the ghost of someone who died building the Saratoga? No, no, eventually it just became a tradition. It was accepted. Every ship has a ghost. It represents the history of sacrifice. Captains would make up some story about the spirit, something for the crew to rally behind as either companion or trickster. How do you know all of this? My father grew up on Mars, near Cerberus. Very superstitious man, my father. So if it's not a real ghost, then what was it? A way of knowing down here. Good point. Let's get out of here. And go where? To the bridge. And do what? Overpower whoever commands the ship? Hope the ship listens to three civilians? Pray no one else on board has allegiance to the captain? We have to try. As good a plan as any, Andy. Our failure means... Death. Same as if we just sit here. What's stopping us but fear? Arliana, fear is what keeps us alive. Andy, fear is what's going to kill us. Hell is full of cowards and heroes. Let's not let someone else decide who we are when we get there. I've heard less inspiring speeches. You coming, then? Of course he is. Okay. Where's the bridge? Really? I don't know. I just oversaw the team of programmers for the project. Haven't you been to the bridge? Probably. I was busy working. I, I didn't pay attention to where every single little room was. It's not like I'm asking where the bar is. It's the bridge. Do you know where it is? The bar? Isn't it at the front? The bridge? No, I don't, actually. Hmm. Well, we can't just go wandering around the ship. We're going to have to. That seems like a bad idea. I'm open to suggestions. Can you pull up a map? On what? The console we use to send the SOS. No, that's just a communications table. It doesn't do other things. It's still wired into the mainframe, right? None of those words actually mean anything. This is the newest ship the SPU has to offer. You're saying the communications table can only do communications? Yes, and the toilet can only do waste disposal. It doesn't cook or steer the ship or pull up maps. But the toilet's not a computer. It's not a magic solve-everything box, Adam. It's a machine built to do one thing, and we did it. I can't just pull up a map. Can you hack into it Please or... just stop. Stop that forever. Oh! What? The lifeboats! Yes, of course! What? We can leave on the lifeboats! That kind of sounds like trapping ourselves on a smaller, less well-equipped, slower version of this ship. Yeah, but, uh, no, no, no. They can... 
Why do we do we want the lifeboats? We don't. But in case of devastating emergency, next to every elevator is a map showing where the lifeboats are. But we don't want to get to the lifeboats? A map, ass. We want a map. Oh. Right. Let's go. Well, wait. Shouldn't we get some weapons? Agreed. But there wouldn't be any guns in the armory. You sure? Even the infirmary is only half stock. They wouldn't bother to load in most of the supplies until the ship was finished. And putting a bunch of guns on a spaceship isn't the highest priority. Right, of course. If it's a powerful military spaceship, why would there ever be a need for individually armed troops? Exactly. That makes sense. Okay, I've got an idea. Okay. I got us some clubs, at least. Those look like robot arms. They were. Now they're clubs. You tore the arms off a robot? No, the construction robots are in pieces out there, along with the rest of the ship. The ship being in pieces makes sense. It's not finished yet. But why the hell would the robots be in pieces? Let me see. These robots have been dismantled and abandoned. They're not damaged, just taken apart. Why would someone do that? The crooner probably did it to keep them from signaling the SPU. There are too many robots for anyone to go through the entire ship and take each one apart. It would take weeks. What could do this? The ghost of the Saratoga! Andy, could you please- No, I mean it's the ghost of the Saratoga! <laughs> Get inside the infirmary, now! Lock the door! What the hell was that? The ghost! Shut up! up. Looked like a construction robot of some kind. Badly damaged. Did it do that to itself? Probably. If it took care of those robots in the quarter, I doubt very much there's anything else that could put up that kind of fight. But why? It's broken. Very helpful, thanks. No, I mean it. Didn't you hear it trying to talk? Something's very wrong with it. That's probably why it did that to itself. It's trying to make repairs. Or take its own life. Life? Or whatever. <laughs> ah! What do we do? We can't take it down with the parts of the robots it's already destroyed. It's pretty slow. We can outrun it. We don't even know the way. If we get cornered... Okay, then if we can't outrun it, and we can't destroy it... We'll die. The lifeboats! I thought we didn't want to die in the lifeboat. No, she's right. If we can get it to follow us into the lifeboat... We can trap it inside! I'm going to unlock the door. Let it come inside. Then we bolt. Stay close, Andy. Follow me. Go, go, go! Elevator! There. Lifeboats are down this hallway and two rights. Run! There it is! Inside! Clear? Clear. Launch it! That was terrifying. You guys did great. That went pretty smoothly. Why would it chase us? I mean, what was going through its mind? Mind? Or whatever. What was it trying to accomplish? I bet he knows. The ghost? The captain. Let's go ask him then. I saw where the bridge is on the map. Then you take point. Everyone still got their robot arms? Taking up arms against our captor? Appropriate. Nice wordplay, Adam. You boys ready? Ready. Andy, correct me if I'm wrong, but that badge on the wall there... That's the intercom, right? It is. Good. I am coming for you, Captain! The Theater of Tomorrow was created by Travis McMaster and Mark Witten, with special thanks to Andy Hamer. You know what you did. 
This production was fortunate in securing the services of Mark Witten as Galen, Krista Lewis as Arlie, E.K. Dagenfield as Andy, and Josh Monk as Adam. Tune in next time for another thrilling episode of The Lost Logs of the Saratoga! Tonight's production was a work of fiction produced entirely for the Theater of Tomorrow. The crime is murder. The murderer is one of you. Critics are raving. I don't feel safe here. Death on the Nile is irresistible. It's smarter. It's steamier. Ooh, I like this. It's a sleek thriller. You murder! That will keep you guessing until the very end. I will deliver your killer. Death on the Nile, now playing in theaters. The Theater of Tomorrow! Flash! Ad-free, early access, and much more! Flash! Tune your telelectroscope to midnightdisease.net slash join for premium access to The Theater of Tomorrow and other fine shows like The Hotel, Out of Place, and Margaret's Garden! Membership includes novelties like postcards, pins, goo-gaw, gimcrackery, and myriad other falderall. And now, on, on to the to show! From the first stories told in firelit caves to the electronically recorded messages of deep space, we leave the 20th century with no regrets. Time bends. Space is boundless, and when humanity gasps its last, all that will remain, if anything, will be the theater of tomorrow. Tonight's production is The Lost Logs of the Saratoga. Whomever is on this boat, you have threatened the captain of the Spatial Planetary Union. Security robots are being dispatched to your location now. Any resistance or effort to break into the bridge will be met with deadly force. Deadly force? I'll believe it when I see it. He has to know all the robots are offline. Doesn't seem to. Deadly force? Yeah, where are we with that? Unless you've got a knife on you. Not me. Well, what do you want me to do? Close a door on him really hard? Not you either. Bright Eyes, get Bright Eyes up here. I don't think he's here anymore. You don't think? You put him out the airlock? Uh, actually, I think she did. She who? The ghost? The voice on the intercom, I sir. How? I thought he was barely functioning. Did she just trick him into walking out into space? Well, that's what I was going to do. One of my lifeboats was cut loose, from my lower decks where I last saw Bright Eyes. Dear Lord. It's not far from the infirmary. She's probably living in there and Bright Eyes found her. Why would a ghost need to live in the infirmary? Captain. So we have a woman, presumably flesh and blood, living in your belly for the past week. Ew. Any chance you could get a new security robot up and running before they get here? No, sir. And even if I could, I'm not sure how much good it would do in this situation. I can halfway reprogram most of these construction robots to monitor my interior and report back, but they aren't built for fighting. There's still three laws safe. Ah, pain in my ass I'm off. So assuming you could get another one up and running, best case scenario, it stands outside the door just blocking the entrance until it has to let this crazy woman in to keep her from starving? Something like that. 
So my options are reason with her or stay on the bridge and lock the door. And hope she doesn't have a blaster. I wish we had blasters. I wouldn't even know how to use one. We won't need guns. I'm pretty sure we outnumber him. What makes you think so? If he had a crew, he would be sending them to deal with us. Why would they risk their lives if they can just send in a robot? Then where are they? If he had security robots to send, he would have sent them. Not just that sick one that tore up his buddies. He's bluffing. Why would he try to bluff us? He must know we're not soldiers or fighters. How? He knows who we are. He kidnapped us. Kidnapped? What do you think is happening? I don't know. Not that. No, wait. He's right. You see? No, he, Andy. Andy is right. You see? He doesn't know who we are. He said, whoever is on the ship. Whomever. Now? Really? Only takes a second to learn proper grammar. That's not even a grammar thing. That's a memory thing, because he just said it two minutes ago. Find whatever, shush! Sorry. Come on. When we get to the bridge, we'll probably have to force the door. I can get it over. Good man, Adam. Once we're in, just rush him, but spread out. Get behind him. If he has a weapon, don't hesitate. Get it away and subdue him. How do we subdue him? Just, I don't know, grab his arms and hold them. You're overthinking it, Andy. Well, I've never subdued anyone before. That's so hard. Something you want to share with us? No! Yes. I'm not attacking anyone. You might not have a choice. If she won't listen to reason, then I'll just lock the door, and we can decompress the entire deck. She'll have to go back to the lower decks till we can figure out what to do with her. Well, that's very noble and all, Captain, but... How are we going to decompress the entire deck? We? What? No, you. You do that. Make all the air leave. Except on the bridge. I'm breathing that air. Sir, that's not really how anything works. No? I thought that we could work that out. No, they didn't really design me to be able to blow the gas that keeps you alive out of me. In fact, quite a few people spent years and years and years making sure that the oxygen stays inside, keeping you alive no matter what. Hmm. Sorry. No, no, no. It's, it's good. Better to breathe, I always say. Do you? I don't know, I'm nervous! No time for excuses. It's not an excuse, Arlie. I just think you two should take point on the actual violence. I can sort of be the holder, you know, once he's down. No. That sounds reasonable. No. We're not assigning jobs. The door opens, we run in, we subdue him. Then, we get ourselves back home or try and signal the SPU from the bridge. Oh! I'll signal. We are not assigning jobs. Right. Sorry. But when the time comes... Yes, you can send the message. What message? Uh, about the force of security robots I sent. Remember, like, two minutes ago? Well, who told you to do that? Well, I was trying to intimidate her. Into what? Compliance? I don't think it worked. What about a location? You don't have any security robots anywhere. Her location. The location of the woman who's coming to get us. Who's us? I got all the oxygen. Sarah! I don't know! If she was at the infirmary, she should be here any second. Don't you have internal sensors or something? Cameras, at least? What? No. Top of the line, my ass. Come again? Nothing. Forget it. You were saying she'll be here any second? Yeah, unless she gets lost. I thought it was elevator to the top, two lefts, two rights, and another left. Didn't we just take three rights? I counted four. Four rights would have gotten us back here. It's not a grid. The halls bend and have dead ends. Four rights is still going in a circle. We didn't take four rights. We took two lefts, a right, and another two lefts. I thought you said two lefts, two rights, and another left. That's what I heard. Hell. We got out of the elevator, took two lefts, three rights, and then started arguing. So we need to go back, take the first left, and then another left. We should be able to just take the next right and then another right. It's not a grid! Oh, now he's an expert. We just need to get to another elevator, then we can find the way. Where's the nearest one? I'm not sure. 
Back that way? We need a map. This is getting stupid. Let's just go back, take the first left, and another left. Agreed. I'd give real money if you'd turn off that damn klaxon. I can't turn off the alert. We're at battle stations. Okay, okay. It's not going to give me a headache. It's just very loud. Yeah, it really is, but, uh, you know, battle stations. Oh, is locking the door until someone gets bored and decides to go away a battle now? Fine, fine, fine. I don't think you're taking this seriously enough. I don't think you are, sir. Beg your pardon? I'm all for ask questions first and shoot later, but the reality is we have no idea who this person is or what she's capable of. She sounded pretty pissed, though, when she threatened you. Oh, and also, she threatened you! I'm not going to kill this woman. She's probably just scared and confused. Lord knows I would be. I'm sure we can reach some kind of understanding. Are you willing to bet your life on that? I am. Are you willing to bet mine? I thought you had all the oxygen. Sir, if she won't listen to what you have to say, if she overpowers you or kills you and takes us back to the SBU, it's my life as well as yours. If she kills me, you have my permission to ignore any order she gives you. Thanks. I know it's tough, but we didn't come out here to be killers. This won't be the last tough spot we get into. You with me on this? You and me. All the way. All the way where? To the bridge. Why wouldn't we just go through the door? He's probably got it covered. It's not like we have the element of surprise. Do you really think whispering is necessary? No, not at all. The door is soundproof. Then why are we whispering? I don't know. Nerves? Harley, I'm not going in the tube. I don't like confined spaces. Andy, did you go all the way to the other end of the vent? Yeah, as close to the bridge as I could without giving myself away. It'll be a pretty tight fit with all three of us. Okay then, Andy, you and I will go through the vent and check it out. Adam, you can use the door and flank him. How long will it take you to get to the bridge? I don't know. How long was I gone? Half that time. It'll take us about 20 seconds to crawl there. I'll give you 30 seconds to get in position. Then we crack in on the count of three. Three? Pretty sure, yeah. The women plus two guys. Outside that vent? Well, on the other side. It's a few meters long, but I can hear every word they're saying. I couldn't at first because they were whispering. What are they saying? Two are coming in the vent, one from the door. They're going to flank you. Probably not for a group hug. How the hell did we steal three whole people and not know about it? I don't know. You're the brains, I'm just the getaway girl. Why were they even on the ship? Who are these people? You're going to find out in about ten seconds. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Six seconds. Let's make some friends, Sarah. All right, Whoa, okay, hold on, hold on. I see you, I see you. Just hold on. Ah, there. Don't back off. Calm down. No, calm down. I'm calm. It's cool. I'm not here to fight. I am. It took some cajoling, but I am too. Adam, hold him. Andy. Send the message. Send the message, Captain. Wait, wait. Before you do that, let's talk. Why don't we talk while he does that? Please, I just ask that you wait five minutes before you send a message to, I assume, the SPU. You've got me. I'm not going to try anything. I just want to talk. All right, hold on, Andy. Let's hear what the baby has to say. (laughs) Thanks, Sarah. Was that the ship? Yes, that's Sarah. And if you send a message to the SPU or take us back to Earth, they'll not only hang me for a dozen different reasons, they'll kill Sarah. Kill the ship? They'll destroy her core. So the ship goes down with her captain. I don't mind. Dick? Sarah. Arlie. Hold on. I don't know if I'm comfortable leading a ship to her death. 
I mean, she is more or less a sentient being, but she's still just a tool of this jerk. Oh, thanks. And I don't mind seeing you at the gallows, Captain. Why? What did I do? You kidnapped us. Arlie. What? No, I had no idea you were on board until you very creepily threatened me. Then why did you block our SOS to the SPU? Wait, what? Captain. Arlie! What? what? I think they're here. Who? The SPU? Oh, God. Captain, I have a message incoming for you from a ship pulling up alongside me. What ship? It's my sister's ship, actually. The Silicon Valley. Not the Silicon Valley. What's wrong with the Silicon Valley? This is Captain Ellen Vasquez responding to an SOS. Whomever is on that boat, you have stolen a ship of Spatial Planetary Union. You are ordered to shut down your engines immediately and prepare to be boarded. Any resistance or effort to break away from us will be met with deadly force. Vasquez always was an asshole. The Theater of Tomorrow was created by Travis McMaster and Mark Witten, with special thanks to Andy Hamer. You know what you did. This production was fortunate in securing the services of Kelly Ninoltowski as Sarah, Mark Witten as Kalen, Krista Lewis as Arlie and Captain Vasquez, E.K. Dagenfield as Andy, and Josh Monk as Adam. Tune in next time for another thrilling episode of The Lost Logs of the Saratoga! Tonight's production was a work of fiction produced entirely for the Theater of Tomorrow. And that's this week's show. Check out all our show notes on sonicsociety.org for the Theatre of Tomorrow. And if you haven't yet, please head to Faustian Nonsense to support their fundraising of Super Suits. The link is also in the show notes. Until next week, I look forward to joining you here on the Sonic Society. I'm Jack Ward, sometimes known as Fumblemouth on the microphone. <laughs> and I'm David Alt, the person that gets <laughs> given all of the words. Jack. That's right. Indeed. <laughs> Have a wonderful day, everyone. Bye. Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. COVID-19 CDC asks you keep your hands clean don't congregate and kindly shelter in place also wash your hands and don't touch your face 
So use soap and water and grab a clean towel and don't be a Jonah. Prevent spread of corona by washing your hands. Olay! This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.